What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bump and Row. New podcast coming to you. My name is Daniel Self. I'll be your host for this evening. It is April the 8th, 18. So, all you wrestling fans, you know what that means. It's WrestleMania week. With all the excitement and all the get up and all the, uh, oh, who am I kidding? Uh, just got through a great weekend leading all up to the finale of WrestleMania 32, which I had to say was a five hour bore fest that went on way too long, way too long. If I had any advice to them, I know they got the job to do. They make millions of dollars of what they do, but you know, who am I? Just a fan and an observer. But they could have went a lot further with that. Uh, with that being said, um, we got a big rundown of the list tonight. Uh, talking about main matches, of course, with Brock and Roman, AJ and Sensei Nakamura. And then you have at least one of the big surprises for me of all night, the Kurt Angle Ronda Rousey versus Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. But before we get all that, we're going to start it off like WrestleMania weekend. Started it off with Friday night's live stream of the hall of fame which uh was pretty entertaining i liked seeing the hall of fame class of 2018 um of course you know the dudley boys and you have mark henry and people like jeff jared people who really really deserve it really got the recognition um and of course goldberg but um i see this uh, i don't kind of differ about it um i really was never a big goldberg fan uh that was just me um, I like undefeated streaks, as of course we've seen tonight, as Oscar got hers defeated. But um, I don't know, maybe it was just because he was a WCW guy, and I really wasn't a WCW fan at the time, never was. Um, but anyways, it was great to see that they gave him his recognition. He did put in the time, the effort, and the hard work. I guess you can say all that. And um, like I said, it didn't disappoint as far as you know being, I guess, the whole family wholesome entertainment value of what we've come to expect from wwe but nevertheless shifting gears and moving on to the next night nxt takeover which never really ceases to uh amaze me which i love it especially uh last night's was a little bit special seeing a pay-per-view with uh ricochet ec3 all those guys and uh, being a big fan of ricochet and all that good stuff. It's great to see they're going there. But as always, you get scared because um, as sooner later we'll talk in the podcast about how talent gets buried. Etc. Etc. Stuff like that. But moving on to NXT. <clears throat> um, with the recap. Um, spoiler alert. As we have results. Which you you know saturday night you should have watched it by now if you're a fan but if not and you come to my podcast you say oh my god he spoiled it for me uh whatever who cares um of course starting off with a great ladder match uh which was a darn good one darn good one, i give it that adam cole baby would prevail out of that one after a great performance by all by all i mean i mean all you know usually ladder matches are uh, you know, hit and miss shine moments here, but everybody had their time to shine. Everybody did it right. And, I, you know, it was a great, great storytelling. Um, and then Adam Cole in, in controversy fashion, of course, with, uh, under, uh, under, uh, excuse me, undisputed era, winning the tag team champions, championships and the dusty cup as well. 
And of course, Alistair Vack, Black going over in the championship match. And Johnny Gagano or Johnny Wrestling getting his redemption, his revenge. And the brawler, um, Baszler going over Amber Moon. Pretty good match. Well, it was pretty much just a. I'm not going to go into detail of the matches because those type of matches to me, you got to watch it if you want to get the whole gist of it. This is just an audio podcast, it's not a play by play. But moving on from that, um, we're going to be doing a little bit of thoughts of WrestleMania. Um, okay, whatever. Just had a recording of an internet connection problem. Okay. But, um, thoughts of WrestleMania. Uh, this is cliff notes that I made prior to WrestleMania. Um, and I have to say that uh, one hand was, yes, disappointed, as we'll get into that later. Uh, on the other hand, really kind of surprised because I've been saying it for weeks and weeks. Anybody that's a friend of mine, um, they would tell you if I talked about it, I did not like the whole idea of the whole Ronda Rousey. Uh, coming into WWE like that, I understand big name draw, good stuff like that. But um, seeing the the weeks lead up to what she was doing with the whole, I don't know, Exorcist head turning to the WrestleMania sign as she points. I don't know what she was doing, so I just need to teach her how to turn and point. Um, weak, mediocre mic skills and the whole, um, you know, like she can stop. A speeding bullet with her hand as everybody going to slap or punch and she would step in and stop and just do the stare and I was like oh Jesus Christ this is this is not going to go as great as it would or can and I was totally wrong uh, out of all the times to be wrong I was wrong I'll eat crow when I have to and I ate a lot of it because that match along with Flair and Oscar which we'll get to later to me really stuck out and really kind of stole the show for the night and it's sad. It's sad, too, because you had people like AJ and, and Sensei on the card, which was a decent match, don't get me wrong, but it could, it was just, it was like, it was not the, not the pizzazz or the buildup that everybody anticipated or wanted it to be. And once again, to me, these are just personal opinions. Um, and of course, later, once we'll mention, uh, you'll see later in this segment, we'll be mentioning about PG uh pg and the rating systems and all that that comes in between which is i'm not, I'm not a real big fan of here's here's a just a gist of a take on pg why why um why well, subject yourself to limiting yourself up to a little bit more of an entertainment value for a different different demographic to when you say well we're protecting kids which is it is great don't get me wrong but I'm going to tell you right now, it's 2018. Every kid has a cell phone. Every kid has uh, satellite TV in the house. They have access to a remote. They have access to the internet. And there's far worse, more things that are not protected by ratings and not censored unless people take the necessary precautions. I'm just going to tell you right now, it's 2018. If they want to see something foul, naughty, or they don't need to, they're going to want to. So you shouldn't really just say, okay, well, we can use that as an excuse to make the most outrageous show ever no it's just you know maybe bump it up a little bit you know even some of the most scariest movies with some gruesome scenes and have a pg-13 rating uh that's with the mindset of everything going on i guess nowadays if uh 
they can push political movements and all that good stuff and you know just the outcomes in that they should be able to take a few little punches maybe a little insurmountable amount of blood here and there and maybe just a few more cuss words just really show an attitude i don't know but that's just a personal opinion once again like i said these are just all personal opinions and uh, as if you watch wrestlemania 32 tonight uh we did get a good dose of blood <laughs> it was uh couple of cheap shot elbows i'd say i don't know if they were just trying to work the crowd and of course i'm speaking in reference to brock and roman's match but we'll get to all that uh just to mention coming up in a few weeks um indie wrestling which i'm a big fan of being a somewhat of a former indie wrestler i guess you say uh cape dorado missouri ccw have a big super show coming up and uh, and, uh, just kind of recently become a fan of them. Uh, If you got a chance to check them out, check them out, look them up. It's great. It's worth it. Uh, I know a guy that uh, trained me, show me a few things or say a few things. Uh, Taught me how to take my first bumps and stuff like that. A guy's on the card and he's really doing what he does over there. It's great worker, Austin Lane. Um, And super show has got a pretty pretty good amount of uh, former wrestlers and and good indie wrestlers on a pretty good show. it's one thing to look up and maybe check it out if you get the time. But um, moving on towards maybe the gist of the show, this is just, uh, like I said, these are the thoughts. These are the thoughts of the process. I was talking to a friend of mine as we watched uh, WrestleMania tonight. And um, as I'll mention here in a minute, I believe that my type of level of thinking about wrestling is outdated. Uh, people my age, people who are fans like I am, we're running on outdated software, and I think we just we have a hard time transitioning to uh, what necessarily needs to be upgraded. Um, and, and as I just got over the five-hour bore fest of what I'm calling Shitmania 32, and and I just mean that it was hard to sit through. But as a diehard fan, I did it, and I'm slowly getting to the point in my life where wrestling, as I know it. He's either dying or dead already. Um, I can remember two-hour Raws and two- or three-hour Monday Nitros and three-hour pay-per-views being more entertaining and more fulfilling than the five-hour wrestling variety show, as a friend of mine so eloquently put it earlier. And and that's exactly what it seemed like it was. Um, I guess you say the great names. There was only a few um, came out as basically cameos. Uh, you had your whole build-up for Taker and Cena. Because, uh, of course, Cena is an over-actor, which is one of the reasons. I, I don't like John Cena as a wrestler. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't hate him as a wrestler. I don't hate him as a character. I understand he gets a paycheck. He does what he does. He does it well. He sucks as an actor. I hated any movie that he did. And, and his acting skills, are just he gives it away too much. He gives everything away too much. Um, which we already seen it coming. Anybody on rumor mills or whatever can look some of that stuff up. But, um, you know, someone had asked me, you know, Daniel, why do you feel this way? Why, why do you feel this way if you're listening to it? And, and really, if I would be honest, and we're going to have a podcast show, let's let's do something what I call top five reasons. Uh, if we're going to talk about a segment, I'll try to think, you know sit down and really punch out five legitimate reasons why I think of something. And tonight, I guess, being that it's WrestleMania weekend, we're WrestleMania 32 just wrapping up. We're going to do top five reasons why I think it was really shit mania. And starting, I guess, number five, um, 
they offer it for free on the WWE Network, which they do it all the time. Everybody knows there's a catch. You can cancel any time, blah, 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 blah. They're going to charge that card. Uh, you're going to spend $10. But, hey, guess what? You get what you pay for nowadays. It's always been like that. So, you know, when somebody's just saying, hey, it's free, it's free, it's free, sometimes it's just not the best thing. And, you know, kind of kind of what it's like tonight. Um, let, let's say somebody offers you a free car. Uh, here, it's yours. Take it. It's free. Don't be surprised if it breaks down in five hours and then that whole five hours be a shitty drive. And that's pretty much what I can break down in layman terms for what happened at WrestleMania 32 tonight. And it's all the same. <clears throat> the, the most you're going to pay, like I said, is 10 bucks. And, and that means um, you get what you get. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of effort. There's a lot of time. There's a lot of valuable money and stuff like that that goes into these things. But if the payoff's not there, if the payoff's not there, then, then when's, what's it really about? And, and I'll tell you what it's really about. It's really about merchandise. Because that, that's all they're selling. They're just selling you merch. There's, there's, that's no different than what it's always been. It's just now it's mainstream, pretty much. Um, there's no sense of selling you a story. Stories don't get them paid. T-shirts do. And and that's pretty much. But see, I can remember back in the day, man, pay-per-view meant pay-per-view. And we paid 45 to 55 to even $75 at times for pay-per-view. But at the end, 90% of them, I say, were worth the damn money. Because they gave you a show. Undertaker said it best. He said, if they bought a ticket, came to see Undertaker, I'm going to give them the best damn Undertaker that they can. And Taker's probably the only guy I can excuse for having like short matches, botch matches, stuff like that. Because, I mean, come on, dude. The, the guy's on a thread right now. And he's still coming out there and, and putting asses in seats. So, you know, big kudos to the dead man. You know? And in general, wrapping that up, you know, nothing in life's for free. And a $10 wrestling show is just what it sounds like. You get a $10 wrestling show. Anybody that's been out to a knockoff indie show knows what I mean. Okay, so moving on to number four. Too much build, not enough results. And with that, I say the exception, like I said earlier, with Flair and Asuka. And Angle, Rousey, Triple H, and Stephanie. Every match on the card to me tonight, their promo seemed more vivid and more... Uh, more in depth than the actual match itself and even as i hate to say it as much as i hate to say it aj and nakamura that just really didn't come through for me tonight but that breaks it down to um story story drives pay-per-view that's how it's always been to me you 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 have four to five weeks of building up a story and then you come in late on that story and then with it being wrestlemania that's when that's when it's time to turn another chapter. So it's got to, it's got to end. It's got to, and not even end. It's got to come out. It's got to come out some way different. And in order for the story to have a great ending, the match has to live up to it. That's no doubt. I put it like this. It's like seeing the new Avengers trailer and then you get all giddy and excited. Opening night, you and the gang head out to the theater. That's uh, where you first pay overpay for a mission. Probably sounds familiar. And buy the world's most expensive soda pop and popcorn. Trust me, you'll buy it. Kids want it. You'll get it. You get all cozy and the movie begins. Uh, you're all, you know, going for it. It's all there. And then just as the big fight scene approaches, Tony Stark just fires out like two missiles. A little small explosion. End credits. But, and then that's pretty much it. I mean, it wasn't that bad, but it wasn't that great either. And... Story is everything to me. Story is everything in wrestling. 
And now, to me, back to what I said earlier, it's just about the PG push. If the PG push overweighs the story, the hell with the story. Uh, anybody that watches that that really knows wrestling probably will agree with that. And which is going to lead us to number three, PG. Anyone that thinks PG isn't bad for the business or maybe ratings or maybe a fan base, just think this and let this sink in. As of tonight, one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions is an 11-year-old kid named Nicholas. Uh, let that sink in for a minute. I mean, seriously. Now, I mean, you know, yes, of course, they're going to play it off. Oh, they made a dream come true and, and all that stuff. But what about the guys in the back, the guys that had those same dreams as a kid? They've put in the hard work. Trust me, it is not an easy lifestyle. It is not. It's it's, it's something that I, I barely had a taste of. And I was like, no, I couldn't. I couldn't imagine what those guys and girls, you know, go through as that lifestyle. And, and you have that, you know, there were so many people that could put on the card. You anticipated it for weeks. And then it's just Braun goes out there and picks some random kids so he can do it by himself. And, of course, the kid's not going to come to Raw tomorrow night as the champ. Maybe so. Maybe they'll excuse him from school or something. But, I mean, come on, let's get real. And that's where it's hard to differ between storyline and fake. And you have to keep it. I mean, you know, not fake, but storyline and reality. And, you know, as much as people could say wrestling is fake, wrestling has to stop trying to be reality. That's that's the mo that's the medium. That's the in between. And I don't think they know how to differ from that. And then um, one goes for chasing that dream and all that stuff. And for you, he gets, you know, you know, he gets the push onto the roster and, you know, would, you know, would love to work for the WWE. And then you look up and you say, well, you know, oh, wow, Braun has to have, you know, who would they write in, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, somebody in the creative in the back is like, you know what? Well, go ahead. And which, of course, you know, there was pre-selected. He had to walk all the way around. He had to sell that they knew who was going to be in the body, body, whatever. But that just to me, that's just like. If I was in the back and say, you know, hey, I need the work tonight. I could use the paycheck, blah, 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 blah. You know, I am part of this company. And they go, oh, no, we're just going to make a kid's dream come true. Oh, great. Yeah, fine. Dandy. But ain't that what Make-A-Wish is for? I mean, you know, I know Make-A-Wish is for sick kids. Don't get me wrong. I'm not being hostile. But to me, it's just to me, it's just more personal. And I think I speak for, you know, people in the locker room and stuff like that that might feel that way. You know, unless they just don't want to get a check. They're just, you know, happy with just sitting back and just putting on I guess nothing, and that's this to me. That's what PGA is all about, and I just don't like it. I just, I just don't like it that they choose one demographic. They should keep it widespread. They had to fight for ratings back in the day, and they made it widespread, and it worked. It's the only thing that saved them, you know. And that's what fans like us feel like. Okay, you know, we we gave you everything, and now you're just giving a shit. It's like, come on, you know, it's a mutual understanding. Um, top reason number two. Uh, Botchamania. <laughs> uh, the guys who put that YouTube show on are going to have a tough time, like picking out what they needed from tonight. Now I seen a, I seen a plethora of it. I seen funny botches. I seen a Miss Taker's boot by half the ring. You got to check that one out. Um, the two scary ones were um, one German suplex. Roman like landed straight on his freaking neck and head, and not to mention he got busted up. Uh, check out Charlotte and Oscar's almost death move of off the top rope there was just um there was too many botches tonight some good some bad um and that kind of leads up to what um i'm going to talk about as far as reference with botchamania nst ladder match really set the tone for saturday night 
And of course, anybody watching NXT all the way through, it was a great show, but the ladder match stole the show. But um, matches and moves and wrestlers that participate and stuff like that, it comes with a price. It comes with a price. And I'm not just talking about safety. Um, have you ever wondered why Evan Bourne never held a major title? Now, he could come out, music hit, the little guy could do amazing things, but he never had a title. Um, or do you wonder why, like, all the people who do the high-fly moves, why the Cruiserweight, which people were so anticipated on coming back, have their own show now, uh, the Kitty Hour, 205 Live? I'm going to tell you, because it's high-flyers like that have too much risk and liability for a publicly-owned company. Uh, they will never... I'm not saying never put a title on a guy like that, but you'll never see a title stay on a guy like that. Point in case example, Finn Balor. Now, Finn Balor is kind of out there with some of his moves. Not all of it. He's a great technical guy. But what happened? They had him all poised up, was going to make him universal champion, got hurt, he's out. High risk, high reward, yes. But once again, that statement starts with high risk. They're not going to take that chance. So, you know, when you get all excited about people like a Ricochet or, you know, people like Eclipso and stuff like that, you know, they'll hold little titles. You know, I call them little titles. Um, and now, if they're NXT, they'll be NXT champion. That's just because they sell that show. And I don't I don't believe, I could be wrong, but I don't think NXT travels, road travels as much as Raw. They could be changing a lot of this stuff up. But um, if you're in the market for seeing Ricochet and them coming up from NXT to WWE and thinking they're going to have a big title push and be mainstream, yeah, don't hold your breath. Don't get excited. Because guys like that really are not too much of your representation of a company. Um, they they want the they want the grounded guys. They want the guys that are going to be able to work, you know, four or five out four or five nights a week. Because that's what sells merchandise. That's what puts fans in the stands, and they've got to have it. You're not going to be good as a champion if you take a you know shooting star press the wrong way and break a neck, break an arm, whatever. You're out for months at a time. And number one, and especially tonight, the reason why I just, uh, just shit mania is that damn Roman Reigns push. And I'm sorry, it's nothing personal. I don't know the guy. I could care less, really, to tell you the truth. But I'm tired of getting shit shoved in my face that I don't want. And I love how WWE plays or tries to with our minds. And, and what I mean by that is I know for the years since... This all started, if people can remember, this all started back when Roman, Wayne, uh, Roman Reigns uh, went over Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Uh, not WrestleMania, excuse me, Royal Rumble. And the crowd hated him for it. The crowd didn't hate him, but the crowd that, that started booing the crowd that's on the internet, you know, you have to decipher from some. But most of them are people who understand and get wrestling, and they ask the same questions. Why? Why push one guy? Why push one guy for years, for years, for years? And it's almost like it's it's like a vendetta that they have against us as fans. It's like we're going to show you that you know he's going to get cheered one day, and the fans are like, uh, "No, the fuck he ain't." And um, and that's pretty much exactly what happened tonight. Uh, it's been happening since I've been seeing it, and um, since powers that be had stopped at nothing to try to have their guys shoved in our face. WWE did something a little, a little, uh, I guess you say condescending a word. I don't know. Um, they did listen to a group of the WWE fans. They listened to that little percentage of group that they, Brock Lesnar is champion. He's only a part-timer, just like The Rock and all them. Why is he the champion? Blah, 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 blah. 
because he sells tickets. He just don't sell tickets in WWE. He sells tickets in UFC. He he really reaches to different demographics. That's why they're going to keep a belt on. That's why he's in main pay per view. See, he's a draw. That you know, you got to think about it. Draw draws money. Blah 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 blah. Roman Reigns is not a draw. If that's all you had to do for the next four pay per views was to boost Roman Reigns as a main event, you're going to get exactly what you got tonight. And tonight, I don't know if it was just from the five-hour exhaustion, that could be part of it, or the shit match that him and Brock Lesnar had. At one point in time, we had the booze. At one point in time, we had the boring chance. And at one point in time, we had this is awful chance, which is I, I haven't heard in a long time, but it was pretty clear and, and outspoken that it was awful, and that's what everybody thought. Uh, and, and, and for the longest for the years, they've had the likes of Taker. Seth Rollins, John Cena, and others that tried to get him over, and they just couldn't get him over. And and as far as we hate the same content over and over, this plays right back into PG. As long as kids buy Roman Reigns t-shirts, Roman Reigns is going to be on Monday Night Raw. He's going to main event of uh, pay-per-views, and he's going to be exactly where he's at because the fans don't accept it. And I think that's where WWE has to stop playing politics with money and listen to their fans a little bit more and accept it, you know, kind of change it up a little bit. I'm not saying kill a character off completely, but just do something a little bit different, you know, so diehard fans like myself and people like me come on back and not have to get on podcasts and really talk about a company that I, I really love and I'm really deep into. I mean, I've been watching these guys since I was six, seven years old. And it just, it's uh, it's upsetting. It really is. Uh, but, I mean, if you listen back to it, I didn't rant or rave or call bad names or something. I gave an honest opinion. Sometimes honest opinions are not the best ones, but they're the ones that you need to hear because it's the truth. The truth hurts, but the truth is real. And I hope it was a little bit entertaining. I hope it was a little bit enlightening. Pretty much what we're going to wrap up on. Um Next podcast is probably going to focus on a little bit more after the CCW uh, Super Show. Kind of break some of that stuff down, tell you who was there and all that stuff. I'm really going to try to get a way up there to maybe be up there live and catch up with a few things and all that good stuff. But as far as all that goes, this has been Bump and Roll with a WrestleMania 32 recap with all that good stuff. If you like it, uh, send me a message, hit me up, whatever. You know, have the Facebook page linked and all that good stuff. And uh, join us next time. Bye.